If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, if you just can't get enough of everything pumpkin, heads up, Trader Joe's has started carrying Pumpkin caramel Danish Kringles made with whole grain oats, honey raisins, pumpkin, cinnamon, nutmeg, and ginger. Second, did you hear a pair of hungry bears raided a Krispy Kreme delivery truck in Alaska? They ate 20 packages of donut holes and 18 chocolate donuts. Hmm. I'm dying to know if they had a tummy ache or not after. (laughs) And finally, in the world of food, if your family loves playing Monopoly together, you may want to check out Costco Monopoly. They just released this to celebrate their 40th anniversary. The game tokens are a cheese pizza, a shopping cart, employee <laughs> name tag, oversized teddy bear, and a $1.50 hot dog and soda combo. <laughs> game night will never be the same again. No, no. <laughs> I love the $1.50 hot dog combo is one of the game pieces. My son is like flabbergasted. How do they do it? How do they do it? I'm going there every day. How do they do it? Kev, what's your favorite line? There's something about daddies. And daughters. Well, there is a daddy that wanted to do something super, super special for his daughter, Mm -hmm. and it is over the top. Can't wait to tell you the story in just a minute. There's this really sweet daddy who lives in the UK, and he was so thrilled and felt so blessed to have a baby girl in his life. His wife had a daughter um, named Lucy. That he decided to do something special and he got her name tattooed on himself 667 times. What? He's in the Guinness Book of World Records. He uh, he first set the record back in 2017 by getting uh, 267 Lucy tattoos on his back. But then someone broke the record. So then he had to break it again. And so now he's up to 667. And right now, <laughs> he and his wife, Catherine, don't really have plans to have any more kids. But if thankfully they're they running do, out of skin space, <laughs> he's going to have to come up with something big. He said, he's like, you know, you can't leave one kid out. But yeah, he's in the Guinness. And he thinks it's really cool that he carries his Guinness Book of World Records around with him on his body. His record with him. Right? And it's all about his love for his little daughter, Aww, Lucy. That's sweet. <laughs> Cannot wait to tell you about my daughter April's birthday. She turned 22 uh, the other day, and um, her boyfriend treated her like a queen. And I'm so happy for her. We're going to talk about it next. So happy for my daughter April. She celebrated a birthday uh, the other day. Turned 22 years old. How did my baby April get to be 22 years old? That's wild. Did you see the picture I posted on the socials of, of her? Yeah, she looks like a model. One was an infant, and then it was a pick frame. Half of it was her, like, literally less than a year old. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was... Last year, she had a photo shoot done. She was thinking of pursuing acting and modeling. And yeah, she looks like Gorgeous. a model because that was the yeah. that was the purpose of the photo shoot. But just looking at those two pictures and going like, okay, uh, it's just like the song says, I blinked. Yeah. And here she is, this beautiful 22-year-old woman. And I'm so glad that she has a boyfriend who things are getting pretty serious with, but he Ooh. treats her so well. Awesome. And I, I don't mean just does he buy her things and take her nice places? Yes. But that's not what I'm talking about. It's like she is his priority. Like she, he puts her number number one. Mm-hmm. Like it's constantly looking out for her, which is what I think any dad wants. I don't know if that sounds really old fashioned or not, but that's what I would hope for all of my daughters that their significant other would look out for them. And that's what what he does, and I appreciate it. But uh, this is the funny part about her birthday. They went out to a fancy schmancy restaurant, Ooh. and we had gotten her a bouquet of balloons for her birthday. 
She took the balloons with her. <laughs> to the restaurant? Yes. Inside the restaurant? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I didn't see any photographic evidence of it, but she's like, I'm taking these with me. When they left, and I said, to the restaurant? She went, yep. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know. Maybe she chickened out when they got there, because the pictures I saw did not have balloons in it. Maybe yeah. she left them in the truck, but... Uh, that was the intention, was to take the big bouquet of balloons. I wonder if the bouquet of balloons was all about a free dessert <laughs> maybe. for her birthday. Maybe, maybe. But again, it makes any parent's heart happy to know. And if you've got little kids, that's something I had to learn along the way. Because I, I was like, always like, no guy is good enough for my little girls. Which, there's still a grain of truth in that. But what, what I've learned to look for is, is this person making them the priority? And if they are, then... That's got a pretty good chance of them being being happy. Not saying that that person's the one, but they've got a good chance of being happy. We had a birthday party in our family, too, the other day. Um, my, t- today is my brother-in-law Ted's birthday. Happy birthday, Ted! Um, my sister Rhoda's husband. And um, so we celebrated a little early. There was a lot of, uh, like, zig and zag. We didn't know, like, which house it was going to be at. We didn't know... What we're going to eat because there's a very sick cat involved. And if the cat was coming home, then it was going to change everything. The cat had to stay at the emergency vet another night. Life gets in the way of a good birthday party. Yeah. So um, I like I got notification that it was going to be at our house and it was too late for me to cook the fabulous meal that I was going to cook because I was making fish and I had to wait till the last minute to buy the fresh fish. And it was just like, there was just not enough time by the time we heard back from the vet. Mm. It was so hard to hear back from the vet. My brother-in-law got in the car and drove there because they couldn't get an answer about their cat on the phone. They tried for hours and hours and hours. So um, Look, you're ruining my birthday. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. So I've never decorated faster in my life. I did all, uh, I had gotten um, bright blue and orange balloons, streamers, plates, napkins, because he graduated for the University of Florida. Oh, he's huge a Gator. Gators fan. Okay, and so Sorry I started like <laughs> blowing up balloons. Uh-huh. It took me so long just to blow up all the balloons, but I had balloons everywhere, mm-hmm. and I had crepe paper, orange balloon, orange blue, orange blue lining all the windows. There you go. And the plates and everything. You must have felt like a million bucks. I hope so. Yeah. And my sister made the best homemade chocolate cake. Mm. Oh, it was so good. There you go. So it was a party. We had fun. Yeah. September. Is it like us in your family? September is like birthday month for us. We've got just in our family, if you include my brother, four, four. Birthday, yeah, four birthdays in September. Yeah, it's because um, Christmas time is obviously not the most wonderful time of year. It's the most romantic (laughs) time of the year. So every time you go and see a band perform or an artist, like on a Friday night or a Saturday night, and they uh, they come on the stage and like, yo, hello, fill in your city here. So glad to be here tonight. That means everybody on stage is not home. Right. They're out traveling. They're somewhere where they don't live. And that's why that journey song faithfully. You remember the line in that? He's like, loving a music man ain't always what it's supposed to be because they're on the road all the time. And that's the story with my son, Kyle. He's a drummer and he is on the road a lot. So uh, I saw this clip. This was a reel that came up on Instagram. And I thought of my son and his fiance. This is from a movie like back in, I don't know, like the 40s or something. But it's a woman and she announces to her dad who she's going to marry. I'm in love with him and I intend to marry him. A drummer. 
Not even the real musician. He just makes a noise. You don't know what you're talking about. If he played the violin or the piano, anything that made sense, but the drums. <laughs> So the best is that fake accent they made up back then. It was no real dialect. They just made it up in Hollywood. Down in hoity toity. So I, I, I sent the uh, I sent the clip to my son and his fiance, hoping they would find it funny. Um, the drums. <laughs> the drums. It's a real instrument. <laughs> I hope his fiance sends that to her dad. That's hilarious. Who, by the way, her dad. Adores Kyle, thinks he's just the best thing ever, and he's and and I happen to agree with him. I think he's a pretty cool kid too, cool kid, a cool young man. I love that drummer clip you found, and um, <laughs> I, in a minute, I'm going to tell you about that weird Hollywood accent. There's uh-huh. a story behind it, and the funniest scene from a movie ever with that accent. In just a minute. So you love the uh, the Hollywood accent here? I'm in love with him and I intend to marry him. <laughs> I, I I don't love that. I love that clip. I don't love the accent. I think it's hysterical. Right, everything and is it's funny. totally right, it. made up by Hollywood. They call it the transatlantic accent. It's a consciously <laughs> learned accent of English fashionably used by the late 19th century and early 20th century American upper class huh. and entertainment industry. Yeah. So, they, so if you ask that actress, sounds. if you ask that actress, where is she from? She's probably like, I'm from Oklahoma. <laughs> right? And so my all time favorite hysterical movie clip ever. Um, my husband, when we started um, dating and when we got married, he loved showing me all these old black and white movies I'd never seen. Like I had never seen Singing in the Rain. Hmm. And this is from the movie Spellbound, which stars Ingrid Bergman and um, and Gregory Peck. So they're up on a hill and they're having this romantic moment and the wind is blowing in the breeze. Their hair is blowing back. And this is the scene. Oh, isn't this beautiful? Perfect. Oh, lunch, lunch. What do you have? Ham or liverwurst? Hmm? Liverwurst. (laughs) (laughs) Only Ingrid Bergman could make liverwurst sound like a romantic word. (laughs) That's awesome. So I saw a prank the other day that a mom pulled on her kids that I thought was genius. Mm-hmm. Going to share it with you in a second. Maybe you can do it to your own kids. And uh, and we'd love to hear some uh, some stuff that moms have done to their kids that are just you know, pulling their leg and being fun. We're going to talk about it next. Can you uh, remember when you were a kid and your mom said, hey, if you uh, get all your chores done, we'll do blank. There was some kind of treat attached to it. How you had new enthusiasm to get everything done. Uh, especially like this mom, she said to her kids, if you guys get all of your chores done, I'm going to give you some brownies. Ooh. Yeah, they were like, all I right. love brownies. So, uh, so the mom sits the kids down at like they had one of those islands in their kitchen. The kids are sitting up on the things like, ooh, here come the brownies. She's got a pan with the aluminum foil over it and the spatula out. And she goes, okay, you ready? Here we go. And she lifts the aluminum foil off the top. She puts the scoop in and she puts on the kid's plate a cutout. Of, of the letter E, brown e. and it was brown. <laughs> Classic April Fool's joke that moms do. Yeah, she gave them brown That's E's. So wrong. <laughs> oh, I, you know my mouth before? was watering. I had never heard. Oh of that yeah, before. I've seen that on April Fool's Day. Oh, moms no do that. Yeah. Get, well, brownies. Mom, there you go. If if your kids aren't listening with you right now, you can you can try that one on them. But uh, <laughs> if not, Kev just ruined it for you. <laughs> I'm one, if if the kids listening. are listening, forget it. Pass it on to a friend. Uh, 
But what I'm wondering, are there other classic mom gotcha stuff? Classic mm. mom tricks? Like where you, you know, cruel but funny. The, the big <laughs> April Fool's one is you put the bowl of the cereal with the milk in the freezer with mm-hmm. the spoon in it. Oh, and then you do it to one. really, really little, little kids, like <laughs> three, four, and they can't get the spoon out. There was, I have a friend who did that and her little daughter goes, mommy, it's broken. Yeah. I don't broken. think you got to be three or four. I mean, if I haven't had my coffee, I'd totally fall for that. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you, mom? We'd love to hear. Do you have any good tricks that you've played on your kids that were a lot of fun? Hey, Jeanette, we're talking about pranks that moms play on their kids. Do you have a good one? Oh, yeah. I took my uh, oldest son, who's now 16, almost 16, out to dinner, and he was adamant that he didn't want shrimp. And I'm always big on seafood. I asked him, I said, do you want chicken? He said, yeah, so I want chicken nuggets. So I pointed to the menu to the to the server and I'm winking my eye and I said he wants the ocean chicken nuggets <laughs> the ocean chicken nuggets and for years for years he would eat what he thought was chicken nuggets but I called them ocean chicken nuggets and um still to this day uh we joke about that I finally told him at like eight I'm like by the way you've been eating shrimp this entire time he's like what <laughs> you lied to me I said oh yes I did <laughs> That's hilarious. Ocean nuggets. Ocean nuggets. All right, every mom that's listening, file that one away. If the kids aren't listening, you can get them to eat, quote, ocean nuggets. Tell me if you like this when you go out to eat. Something really cool happened the other day. Um, I was looking for just a, a great place to grab a bite to eat because my friend Cammy and her two daughters, Lacey and Kylie, we were all going to a pumpkin festival. And we needed something to eat before we went to the festival. We wanted to get all fueled up. So I found this restaurant and it's called the Sweet Potato Cafe. And it's in a little old house in little old historic downtown. Mm -hmm. And we walk in and it feels almost like you're at grandma's house. Mm. And everyone there from like the woman who came out and poured us some water, which by the way was infused with lemon um, mint and basil. It was so good. My grandma was, never did that. I know. <laughs> Every single person from the waitress to the person pouring our water to this one lady who kept coming and checking on us. I found out later it wasn't the owner. I assumed she was. They kept calling us sugar, sweetie, and honey. And I loved every minute of it. I just was like, I feel like I'm just in this warm hug of a restaurant. And of course, there's lots and lots of sweet potatoes on the menu, which I Uh love. You can get stuff that's not sweet potato, but I had um, uh, sweet potato fries with Mm. my sandwich for sure. And the only thing that was a bummer is the food was so good. It was like farm to table is what they called it. We didn't have we were honestly way too full for dessert. Mm. And they had homemade desserts like carrot cake and apple pie with ice cream. And I was like. Oh, we're going to have to come back sometime yeah. just you guys for dessert. should have split one and everybody have one bite. Oh, I should have totally done that. <laughs> just so you can oh, you know, try yes. it, experience it or what whatever. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? I needed your advice. But yeah, it, it was like we didn't want to leave and go to the pumpkin festival because we're like, <laughs> we just want to hang out with all these awesome grandmas. Hey, do you feel like you tend to be tired all the time? Coming up, there are four habits that may be exhausting you. Do you feel like you tend to be tired all the time? There are four habits that may be exhausting you. Waiting too long between meals. They say Hmm. try not to go more than five or six hours. 
Uh, working at a messy desk, <laughs> the clutter distracts your brain no. and takes up mental focus and energy. Hmm. Uh, the third habit that may be exhausting you, having too many tabs open on your computer. It pulls your brain into overdrive. And the last one, watching emotionally charged shows. Hmm. They may lead to mental fatigue, difficulty focusing, and poor energy levels. Huh. And there are some shows like that. My, I'll, I'll tell my husband, I'm like, oh, no. I do not have the mental capacity for another episode of that show. It's way too stressful. So Taylor just fessed up a minute ago. You you find it fatiguing to watch like intense TV shows. Oh, yeah. You even say to Glenn, like, turn it off. I can't do this right before I go to bed, right? Or uh, Or just tonight. Like, not tonight. I can't watch another episode of that. Okay, so what is... I think this would be interesting to talk about. Maybe we can find out some things that fatigue all of us. What is something that everybody else seems to be handled... They can handle it with no problem. But you're like, oh, my gosh, Mm -hmm. no, not again. That you find fatiguing. I can get us started with something in in a minute. Something I find fatiguing that other people seem to handle. No problem. We'll talk about it next. We're talking about stuff that doesn't seem to stress other people out, but for you, for some reason, you get you kind of get anxious about it or or maybe a little irritated. Or maybe, Taylor, you were saying uh, stressful TV shows? Yeah, like certain some days nights, you're just I just, like, I can't do it. Can't the, do it. The plot line is too stressful. Is it that you don't like, have the... I love that show, Hijacked, but after every episode, I was like... <gasps> so, like, at a certain point, you don't have the emotional bandwidth yeah, to, like, just to take it in. Too just exhausted, like, too yeah. Exa- okay, uh, here's, here's the thing for me. Other people seem to not only not only can they go and they're like totally fine with them, but they are uh, they seem energized by by them sometimes. And that is meetings, particularly Zoom call meetings. Ugh. Some people stand love Zoom call meetings. No. I'm just oh, I just I find them so drained. As a matter of fact, I'll I'll be totally honest right now. I try to do Zoom meetings while I'm driving home. So if, if I can get a Zoom call done while I'm driving, I'll sit in the parking lot here at the radio station and I'll be on camera for a second and then I get rid of the video and I drive home. And I do that because I, I know I won't fall asleep because mm-hmm. if I'm left to my own devices, if I'm like at home <laughs> doing a Zoom or here's here's the worst thing. I got home. It was a 40 minute commute to get home. The meeting's still going. It's supposed to be a half-hour meeting. They're just getting started. So I'm sitting in my driveway doing this Zoom meeting. Next thing next thing I consciously remember is a knock, knock, knock on my window, and it's my wife. I've fallen asleep. I'm sound asleep in the driveway. <laughs> Whoops. And she she looks at me. She gives that phrase like, what do you do? Or that posture like, what are you doing? I look. The Zoom call's still going. <laughs> I, so I went... I rolled down the window. I'm in a meeting. And she goes, no, you're not. You're sleeping. I said, I'm doing both. (laughs) I'm multitasking. (laughs) So how about you? What is it for you that other people seem to handle just fine and it's totally draining to you? It's exhausting. Hey, Abby, it's Kevin and Taylor. So what's that one thing that everyone else seems to be able to handle, but you find it just a little stressful and draining? Yeah, so mine is definitely eating out during the middle of the day with work friends, like going out for lunch instead of packing my lunch. Ah. It just makes me way too full, and I just feel so sluggish the rest of the day. Oh, no that's kidding. a good angle. I was talking over. I went to lunch with a friend the other day. And she said for uh-huh. her, it's just she's eaten at her desk on the go while she's working so many years 
that she feels guilty yes. for leaving for huh. lunch. No yeah. kidding. <laughs> yes, it does do that to you. I feel like because you get in such a work mode, you think one more hour, one more hour before you realize it, it's time to go home. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing, too, is it's so expensive to yes. eat off for lunch. Lunch yes. is like yes. crazy expensive, yes. too. And it adds up so quick. Yeah. <laughs> You're smart mm-hmm. to pack your own, Abby. Do you feel like it's not very often when you feel like being social? You're not shy or introverted. You just don't want to be with people. Well, this could be the secret to a more outgoing social version of yourself. It is a pregame nap. Hmm. Yep. When you're exhausted, it's hard to be excited about being with a bunch of people. So a lot of people find that if they take a nap before a dinner with friends, a party or a wedding, they do way better. Ironically, a new survey found that the ideal peak nap time, you want to guess when it is? You mean what time is it or how long to take a nap? The I, the time, what day of the week and what time for the uh, ideal nap, peak nap Thur- time? Thursdays at 5.30 p.m. Ooh, that's a late nap. And no, it's actually Wednesdays at 9.30 a.m. A.m.? 9.39 a.m. But you just woke up. Uh, that's what, what I thought. when you just woke up? But a lot of people get up at like 5, 5.30, earlier than that huh. to get their day started. They so I guess that is a good time for a nap. I guess I was thinking of my own life and, you know, how I roll. Like, I'll... I'll, I'll work, I'll go exercise, go home and go like, okay, we're going out to eat. I'm going to, I'm going to take a nap for 20 minutes, get a shower and we'll go. So that's usually between like four and six o'clock ish. That's a late nap to me. Yeah. Well, like I don't usually, I try I've decided I do not like naps. I love naps. I feel better if I just stay awake. I love naps. They're good. So you know how this happens to every generation, every parent group, you then finally show your kids a show that you grow up with mm, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you want them to like it as much as you liked it. And that, well, Griffin, mm-hmm. our producer showed his kids a classic movie the other day okay. and uh, it didn't quite go as planned. <laughs> we'll find out what movie it was and what happened next. Griff jumped into the studio with us and Taylor was just saying a second ago, Griff, that uh, you tried to share a beloved movie from your childhood with your kids. It didn't go so great. What happened? I, uh, beloved is a strong word. I, didn't <laughs> yeah, really, I don't I don't really care for this movie. Oh, you know, oh, I'm okay. indifferent on it, I guess. But uh, my wife had read the book to them, The Wizard of Oz. OK, like wow. a, a okay. bedtime story, chapter mm-hmm. book, read it to them. And, you know, they were invested in the story and everything. Well, we showed them the movie mm-hmm. the other day, The Wizard of Oz. That movie is scary <laughs> like what in the world i hadn't seen it in years <laughs> the witch the witch Woo-hoo-hoo. and like the tornadoes the twist whatever it's going on yeah, in the beginning yeah. and, and then the, the, the um flying monkeys the, monkeys. the monkey thing yeah. yeah my kids are both sitting there like my daughter really wanted to watch it my son he was kind of eh, i don't know i was like all right it'll, it'll be fine let's just watch it he's sitting there with his hands over his ears the entire time Kind of scared of this movie. Did any of them, when I was a kid, I would, I'm not kidding, I would run out of the room, literally run out of the room when the witch came on. Really? And and I would yell from the hall, tell me when she's gone. And when she was gone, I would come back in. <laughs> no, they stayed in the room, but uh, sometimes uh, they closed their than eyes. I was then. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't blame them for being a little scared because I, I was kind of like, oh, wow, this, this is a little Yeah, the monkeys especially. And, yeah. and there's the, the most politically incorrect line ever in a movie. Which one? Um, the the bubble, the good witch, yeah, whatever she goes. Glenda? She goes, only bad witches are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> only it's not, it's not Southern accent. I was trying to do that fake transatlantic accent. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, the funny part about me being terrified of the witch is now every year on Halloween, my wife dresses up 
as that wig, completely green makeup. <laughs> maybe it's so. to keep you in line the rest of the year. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I heard a sermon the other day, and they gave four things that if we could focus on these four things as followers of Jesus, we'd probably do that whole following Jesus thing a lot. Oh, only better. four? Okay. Four things. Tell you what they are next. So whenever I hear something that's uh, like really inspires me in faith, uh, I, I want to share it with you guys. Now, I'm going to share four things that if we all did these, we'd be way better followers of Jesus if we did all four of these things. Now, I've got most of them down. If you listen to this show, you know. <laughs> kind of like humble yourself before the Lord. Yeah, yeah, you got, got that most, one down. I've got yeah. most of these down, but I okay. figured, figured some other people might benefit from them. Obviously, when you hear them, you're going to know I'm kidding. Um, first one uh, is be kind. You know, you see that everywhere nowadays. It's almost it's almost loses some of its oomph because you see it on T-shirts and bumper stickers everywhere. And the, the kindness that you see promoted is kind of a thin, if I'm in a good mood or if I like what that person did, I'll be kind. there. But this is be kind all the time, even when somebody's not being kind to you. That's really hard, right? Mm-hmm. So that was the first one. Be kind. Uh, be merciful. Wow, that one is really hard, isn't it? I even have I, one of my tattoos is mercy in Latin. And it's a reminder because I want to try to be merciful in life. And boy, you get something like that, like a tattoo that says mercy, it really becomes a challenge over and over and over again. So that was number two. Uh, The third one, I have this one down so well. Be slow to anger. I am so good at that. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I, I can tend to kind of be like, you know, like dogs. Dogs are just slaves to their emotions, right? Squirrel. That I can tend to be like that. Something irritates me, I can I can snap pretty quick. It's usually fast and furious and over, but still, it's something I it need leaves to work a on. it leaves a mark though. Usually for all of us, when we're angry at people, like it's wow. over fast, and then <laughs> we move on, and that person is left to clean up our mess. Okay, and then the last one, and this is kind of like the, the cornerstone of our faith, right? Is to be forgiving, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So those were the four things, and they it really hit me. It was like, wow, that's a it sounds like a simple checklist, but if we really apply it to our lives, it's transformative. That's a lot to work on, right? Yeah. Be kind, be merciful, slow to anger, and ah, be forgiving. And if we got could, a lot of work to if do. If we could work on those four things, yeah. we'd all be way better followers of Jesus. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. Yeah, this is the best story that proves we can accomplish so much if we just work together. Okay. This 18-year-old guy in Germany tripped while running to catch a bus and ended up getting pinned under one of the wheels. No. But 40 people together lifted the bus off of him. What? And he's got a broken arm, but other than that, he's going to be just fine thanks to the kindness of 40 complete strangers. Wow. Phenomenal. That is cool. It's all caught on video, too. That is really cool. Way way to go, Germany.